All right, here we go. We're back, guys. The Rage and Trajan Sports Podcast. We've had a had a nice solid break going on. Not intentional. Just we've been busy. You just, know, we've been, just had a hiatus. We just had life going on. You know, mm-hmm. we've been uh, perfecting our basketball game. Yep. Um, yeah. yeah, and all that. But wow, um, <laughs> this is a little late. But if you guys are listening, you know we got to go over March Madness. That's what we were banking on all year, talking about college basketball. And um, I'm not. Trying to sound like me and Preston are college basketball experts or anything here, but we did both have Baylor winning the national championship, and um, on Monday night you saw why. On Monday night you saw why. Um, I I'll be I didn't expect the game to go like that, just complete domination. I did expect them to win, but uh, I mean, Uh, wow. I was very surprised as well. Uh, Baylor just from start to finish just dominated Gonzaga. Um, Gonzaga just looked. I mean, they just looked smaller, slower. Just not as good. They just were not. And Baylor, yeah, they just they, they really. I mean, that was the first time Gonzaga's really played a team like that all year. I oh, it is. Played, it is because the best thing they played all year was West Virginia leading up to that. Yeah, yeah, they played. I mean, they played Kansas and uh, Iowa in the regular season, but that was early in the year. And yeah, and the, when they oh yeah they did play West Virginia also early in the year, but later in the year, you know, Gonzaga. I mean, they weren't really tested at all, honestly. Uh, uh, UCLA gave them a hell of a game. They honestly, I mean, they were a drive a shot away from beating them. Uh, but Gonzaga. Hey, hey, this is this might be a hot take. I think UCLA would have gave Baylor a better game than Gonzaga did. Uh, I, I think di- I disagree. UCLA would have. Uh, I think UCLA would have met their match that game. Yeah, no, they definitely would have lost. Don't get me wrong. They definitely <laughs> Baylor was winning that night, no matter who they were playing. They probably could have played the Globe Trotters and would have won that game. Yeah. But um, I just who knows if UCLA would have gave them a better game. I yeah. just I just feel like I don't well, know because they were really good offensively. I, it Baylor would have won. It, it's a, irrelevant. I'm it's seeing irrelevant. a lot of like or way too early top twenty fives for next year, and everyone's got UCLA like at two or three. Yeah. And uh, I mean, they could be really good next year. Well, but it's I because they're, about, they're probably bringing everyone back, and they have a, they have one of the top five. Juzang does they not need to stay. He's, yeah, his Juzang stock goes. is never gonna have or never gonna be that high that again. Is true. And uh, if Juzang goes, that's a big loss for you. Well, they have a top five recruit in the nation coming back next year, and that's why they're so high because they have it. They're bringing uh, every everybody back, and they're getting it. Man, they better hope. The and they're getting good. the guy that was supposedly their best player. Uh, uh, to get him back. Johnny Juzang is their best player. Yeah, yeah that dude. I, I, I agree. Johnny but, Juzang's a bucket. Uh, Johnny Juzang's nice. Yeah, dude. he is. That man is. He's a shooter. Talk about draft stock going up. Yeah, he can get his own shot whenever and he Davion wants. And Davion Mitchell, his draft stock went yeah. way up. Uh, Jared Butler already had a good draft stock, but he had a great tournament. Yeah. Um, but the biggest takeaway for this for me is 2020-2021 uh, was going to be remembered as the year of Gonzaga. You know, the year that Gonzaga went undefeated, uh, won the national championship. Even if they didn't win, it was the year they went undefeated, almost went on the perfect run. But uh, – that white throw that out the window. 2020, 2021 will be remembered as the year of the Baylor Bears, the year that they had down in Waco, Texas, the best team, one of the best teams that I've ever seen at the college basketball level. That's the most dominating national championship performance I've ever seen, going against a team that was undefeated, the the heavy favorites. And they just, I mean, they were really good, man. I mean, this team will forever go down in the history mm-hmm. books. The first championship. Yeah, it was like the 1960s. They, I mean, they started their first 17 games. Uh, I mean, winning each game by more than eight points. I think that was the, that was the record. They were through the Big MLB. 12, which was probably the best conference in college basketball before that COVID pause. I firmly believe if they did not have that COVID pause, and by the way, it wasn't just like one or two guys had COVID and they shut it down. All their players were sick. That's what Scott Drew said. Like all our players were very sick. Like, and they were not 
obviously the same in practice. They they didn't have their conditioning back. And the fact that they were able to work back from that and then go and make this run, it even makes it more impressive to me. Yeah. Honestly. because I, And I firmly believe if they didn't have that pause, it would have been an all-undefeated championship. In, in, uh, mm, in a cha- because maybe. the game that they did lose, the first game they lost was um, – it was the Kansas on the road. Yeah, uh, I think they, they weren't losing to Kansas. If they that was their first game back from the COVID pause. That was Kansas's senior night. I don't think they would have lost to Kansas if they didn't weren't on that COVID pause. I honestly think better COVID pause. I've known COVID pause would have lost at least once this year. I mean, I mean that's the competition maybe? level. The competition level compared to Baylor and like Gonzaga yeah. going undefeated. It's just too, totally different. I mean, Baylor's playing good teams every night. Uh, I think. I mean, COVID pause. No COVID pause. I think they would have slipped See, up. I just don't know if they would have, though, because you look back, they lost two games, and they were obviously not the same team after the COVID pause. Like, if you were watching them play, you were obviously like, this this team is not playing at the level they were before. Yeah. And, I mean, I mean OSU, OSU, OSU matched up Big well 12 tourney. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. that could have happened, COVID pause or not. Because fine. They played a great game. They were very talented. OSU just beat them. I mean, I just, yeah, I, I don't know. Playing in that conference this year uh, and going undefeated would have been extremely impressive. I mean, oh, who knows? Man. If they would have, if the COVID pause wouldn't have happened, but yeah. it doesn't even matter now. It yeah, doesn't matter now. They, they, they won just... the Natty. Uh, uh, Gonzaga, uh, they need to get in a better conference, man. I think they really so. Do. I think they the, really the do. WCC, them playing St. Mary's and Pacific and uh, BYU. I mean, it's just not cutting it. Uh, Gonzaga, Mark Few, we still got to get over that hump. Uh, I don't know when I'm ever going to see Gonzaga I'm, win a national championship. When you play San Francisco and. Pacific yeah. and all those teams every night. I mean, you're gonna get worse. You're not gonna get better. Yeah. You're gonna get worse. Yeah. I mean, the, the, and the, just the Riverdale. tournament. The tournament. I mean, there's the competition in the tournament too. They got a very, very nice they, draw. They, they dude, they got everybody. a very nice draw all the way up into. The <laughs> then they state. finally played definitely the best team in the country. I mean, mm-hmm. one or two. Uh, what do you think happens in a four out of seven series, Baylor versus Gonzaga? I think Baylor would win it. Probably five or yeah, six. I'm going Baylor in five. I think five or six. Baylor in five. They just looked much more. I mean, it just looked a whole lot better than Gonzaga did, honestly. He could sell that out the gate. I mean, yeah. those guys came hungry. Yeah. Gonzaga kind of looked like uh, not happy to be there. I'm kind of – I mean, the the lights were shining too bright for him, it yeah. appeared. Uh, I mean, obviously, when you go and you hit win a game in a fashion like you did against UCLA with that buzzer beater, um, Baylor was preparing. They were watching that Gonzaga-UCLA game preparing yeah. at like, what, 4 or 5 o'clock, and Gonzaga was – I mean, Mark Few was doing cartwheels at 2 a.m. in the morning after that win against UCLA. I, I doubt um, Baylor probably. They played on the same day. I doubt yeah, Baylor was practicing, or practicing on the, the same day as a game day. But, yeah, they did get that early game slot. But at the same time, I really don't think it mattered. I think no, I think Baylor it matters too much. But, but it, it, it was a factor in the game, yeah. I, I think, for the first couple of minutes. Yeah. But Baylor just came out and punched him in the mouth and Zag was never able to recover. Yeah, I think Zag just finally played a team that was better than them. And Baylor, um People were sleeping coming into this March. All I was hearing was about Gonzaga, Gonzaga. Uh, I wasn't hearing a whole bunch of Baylor. Um, Not because, all. I mean, after that COVID pause, they definitely were a little less impressive. But nonetheless, um, I mean, what me and Turkey predicted, Baylor Bears national champions, and they made it look easy, man. They made they it look did. easy. They made us look very smart. They really didn't they have a tough game smart. in the tournament. No, I mean, they covered every single game, yeah. besides the first round. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah, besides the first uh, round, still, I think it was like 24, and they won by like 23. Yeah, they still kicked the shit out of them. <laughs> but, yeah, Baylor. Yeah, after every that, they, they I think they won every game by double digits, yeah. which is uh, pretty crazy. Yeah, Baylor Baylor was definitely 
best, best team, team in the country yeah. this year. This is going to re- be remembered as the Baylor Bears. Scott Drew, that, that press conference was goosebumps in 03. In yeah. 03, he took over a team that was everybody transferred out besides two players. Everybody transferred out. It was a team amid scandal. They hired this young guy named Scott Drew. Uh, the program was in shambles, absolute shambles. Like they had two players, they were banned from postseason play for three years, and Scott Drew took the job, um, built it up, and 16 years coming, and now he wins the a championship. Just, just amazing stuff. Just amazing yeah. stuff. Like when Baylor made the tournament in in 09, I think that was the first time they made it, and I think they made a Sweet 16 run. He won Coach of the Year. I think I think he won Coach of the Year that Maybe. year. And uh, ever since then, man, Baylor's been a respectable basketball program. He's yeah. recruited there, brought guys to Baylor. And it's just, it's an incredible story. Really It'll be is. interesting how to see how they are next year because, I mean, they're practically losing everybody. Yeah, but they're going to bring – Flagler's going to be back. Um, the mullet man's going to be back. Um, the two big guys are going to be back. Thomba so, so and – These are not those three guards. Mm-hmm. It's going to be – that's a – so those are big shoes to fill. I wonder if Macy O'Keefe will come back. I wonder if Macy O'Keefe will come back. Yeah, but Jared Butler and Davion Mitchell are gone. They're gone. Yeah, they're gone. Yeah, I would be uh, a the Big Twelve. I think is going to be a it's going to be a very very interesting conference next year. Um, well, it'll. I mean, the transfer portal. Like you never know. Like Baylor could bring in. They probably will. Baylor will probably bring in some great transfers. I don't see a way that they don't maybe. bring in some great transfers. Maybe uh, put them along with. I mean, there's so many dudes in the transfer portal. Yeah, I know, but. It, uh, yeah, they they definitely they probably would definitely be in the running for it definitely transfers. Depends. Uh, I don't know who they're gonna get, but I don't know. It's just really before this year, like before, I guess before last year too. I just never really thought of Baylor as anything much basketball wise. I mean, they definitely had good years in the past, and I yep. mean, but like they they really turned the corner uh, last year and this year. It was a. Uh, it was, it was good stuff no, by Yeah, the last year, exactly. They were going to be a one seed last year. I think they ranked one and two all year long. They want, they lost about three games, and they were ready to make the run. And then this year, they went and they brought everybody back. Yeah. And it was, uh, it was pretty easy to see coming if you were into, into college basketball. Not them winning the championship. That wasn't easy to see coming. But the fact that they were going to be really, really one, good. Yeah, really, really, really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I saw the Baylor Bears uh, in the post-game conference. They were like, it's been a while since we've been yeah, underdogs. Yeah. The Baylor Bears ain't underdogs. <laughs> it was like, the Baylor Bears? Like, we ain't been underdogs since 2019. Yeah. I guess a road game against like, West Virginia. Yeah, five-point dogs. <laughs> That's funny. That that, I wonder if uh, the, them, or, uh, the players know about uh, the spreads or not before the game. But they do. I mean, it, it made me feel smart, it. though, because that was actually exactly what was going through my head. That's why I bet on them. I said the Baylor Bears are underdogs. I can get Baylor as underdogs? Oh, yeah. I was like, are you kidding me? You like, take, I'm getting Baylor with five points? Yeah, take Baylor in the points. You can take <laughs> in the points. You got – I mean, Baylor showed you why. They ain't, they ain't the underdogs. They should have been the favorites Baylor's, in that game. Baylor were not – they were not underdogs in any stretch of imagination. Those no. guys that they put on the floor together, man – my goodness, my goodness. Best team in the country, no mm-hmm. doubt about it. But uh, since we haven't had a podcast in so long, we weren't able to talk about that UCLA-Gonzaga game, which is an all-time classic. It would have been even higher in the list if uh, Gonzaga didn't just get wiped by Baylor the following game. Man. But still, it was an amazing game, especially to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Man, that game was incredible. UCLA went toe-to-toe with them. UCLA really did not miss a shot. Yeah, they, the UCLA, I think, <laughs> They shot played like the a, perfect game. I think they shot 62% from yeah. the field against Gonzaga. They really did play the perfect game. Uh, I mean, God, they were they had the ball in the regulation with a chance yeah. to win it, and uh-huh. they missed. They uh, tough charge call. 
Uh, could have went either way, but it was definitely a charge. UCLA Bruins almost played in the national championship yeah. game. It's funny because when I saw ESPN's comment, it was like a preview of the national championship game. They were like, the real national championship game was last night. Referring Sheesh. to the UCLA game. I bet that comment, Sheesh. that was like the top like comment. That comment just looks stupid oh my. now. Yeah, it's retarded. <laughs> UCLA, what a, UCLA, I, I, I just had one of those magical runs, I think. I honestly think, uh, I mean, I don't think they're a Final Four caliber team. I really don't. I think they had one of those just great fairy tale runs. But, uh, God, I watched them multiple times this year and they look so trash and then all of a sudden i don't know what happened i guess the team made cronin just really started getting in their ass really turned the corner uh and that team it was just it was that i don't even words can't express what that team but that team had something inside of them man i think they were just i think i need to see if juzang comes back but yeah i think the uh, i think the bruins i think they'll be good next year but i don't know about top two good I don't, I don't know about top three good. I don't even know about top ten good. I'm, I'm, they're in my top 25. Yeah, I don't know about top two or top three. I don't know about top ten. I just, just I watched, like, from what I watched this year, but I guess they made they did make the final four. Uh, they won some uh, games. I don't even know how the hell they won. I didn't expect them to beat Michigan State in the play on, playing game. But, yeah, kudos to them. But, We'll see. <laughs> they should. They were down what twelve and a half against Michigan State. Yeah, they were down sixteen at one point. In yeah, the first half. yeah, that, that's crazy. That's crazy how that happens. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, it is. But uh, <sighs> man, I feel like it's just almost. I could talk about the Baylor Bears for so long, man. Well, what a great team! What a legendary team going down in the books, winning the title. Yeah, I. It's the best team in basketball. And it's just. We watched them all year long in the Big 12. Cause I was always watching the Big 12. And it was like everyone else was really good. It'd be good. And then Baylor would come. And they'd just kick the shit out of them. Yeah. It didn't matter who it was. They yeah. would, <laughs> they would just, they just like Baylor is yeah. just better. They really, they really were. They were better than everybody they played this year. Like just, I mean, their guard play was ridiculous. Those three guards they have. My goodness. So by far the best guards. Guard, I mean, when you bring – because Flagler, he he dropped twenty five in an NCAA tournament game two years ago. Yeah, Flagler was good too. Yeah, yeah I didn't Flagler, know that, but yeah, yeah I mean, For, he played at Prestonburian, fifteen seed, almost <laughs> led to comeback win. Dropped yeah, twenty five. He, he comes in and he makes shots. Know that about? Mm-hmm. He's a he shot like sixty four percent from three in the in the tournament. Nothing, not too bad, not too bad. Missy Oteague was calling God. Um, Jared Butler was. I mean, those guards. It was just they're such a great team. Yeah. Such a great team. They they came to play. They played the D. Uh, and those three guys they bring off the bench, by the way, they would start on ninety eight percent of Division One teams. Yeah. Flagler, um, Vital or not Vital, but the Mullet guy. What's the Mullet guy's last name? It's a good question. Uh, I don't know. Mullet guy it starts with an M. It starts with Myers. An M. Myers. Yeah, yeah, that's his name. Myers. And then Tachutawa. Tachutawa. Oh, those yeah. three guys they start on I and mean, probably every team. I mean, I don't know about Gonzaga, but every other team they start. Yeah, I would agree. Those are three. And that was the big difference in the game was the depth because when Jalen Suggs got two, yeah, two fouls about three minutes in the game, they it's... their their depth was nothing like Baylor. Yeah. And then when they bring in the bench, they couldn't keep Suggs out the game. They couldn't bring Timmy out the game, or they're just overmatched. And Baylor yeah. at the other end, Baylor they kept everybody fresh the whole game because they were just subbing in and out, and they had eight guys. They had eight guys that can go. They yeah. got eight guys that can go. So, I mean, they were just fresh the whole time, and they were always fresh. And when you saw the Baylor Bears play all year, they were always fresh because if anyone's tired, they need a breather. They got 
They got a starter. They can bring. They got eight starters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anytime Gonzaga uh, got anytime. I mean, remotely close. Baylor would just stretch it out again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they would. I mean, I think the closest they got to was nine at one point. But immediately after Jared Butler hit like two threes, I want to say, and I mean swallowed back up to fifteen immediately. Uh, yeah. But Baylor, I mean, didn't let Gonzaga get close all night. Uh, I don't think. I mean, from start from the tip, I don't think it got it within nine. Like. At all, maybe eight. <laughs> no, they didn't. Yeah, Baylor just. I remember that uh, the end of the first half, it felt like Gonzaga was in the game. So they were down. I think they were down yeah. twenty, and they cut it to ten. It was like, yeah. okay, that was that was a really good end of the half for Gonzaga. Could have yeah. been worse. It's still a game. Um, yeah, then I mean, second half was just more of the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Gonzaga did get it close a couple times. I mean, they made their little runs and their. I little mean, Gonzaga. Don't get me wrong. Gonzaga was a very very good team this year. They were a very good well, yeah. team. I know they played in a little con. They were definitely the second best team in the country, far and away. Far and away, they were the second best team I in the country. I don't know. Maybe Michigan with and Isaiah maybe Livers. Illinois. Illinois, Michigan, Michigan at full strength. Illinois, they'd be. You I know, hate Illinois. A thing that Illinois would have gave Baylor a really good game. Yeah. They they really would have. If just, Illinois would have made lost it past Loyola, or I know that's just Marsh, man. That's just Marsh. But Illinois would have gave yeah. Baylor a much better game than Kazaga did, no doubt about I it. I think a lot of teams could have gave Baylor a really good game, honestly. I mean, I know a team that uh, they lost in the first round to a 15 seed, but I really think Ohio State, if they would have went and played Baylor, I think they could have gave them a good game. Cause they so? just, yeah, because they just got shot. I lo- they I really liked, up well with Baylor. I really liked Ohio State this year. They have dudes that can go make shots. Uh, Dwayne Washington. Uh, I think he declared today. They just got a Oral but, Roberts. Yeah, that's all that happened. Yeah, there. they just got a Oral Roberts. Yeah, I mean, I, you can't you can't even hate on him for yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I liked like Ohio State was one of my favorite teams to watch this year. I thought they were really good, and uh, yeah, it just sucks they lost in the first round. It doesn't suck, but yeah, uh, I mean, it wasn't like I mean, it's really. I'm not gonna say they got screwed. They should have beat them, but I mean, they did get screwed in a way. Oral Roberts was a very, very good 15 seed. Yeah. I mean, they uh, went, and then they yeah. beat Florida, and then they, they ran Arkansas yeah. to the wire. Like yeah. That was just a thing of destiny right they there. Were, right? Yeah, they were definitely a good 15 seed, but Ohio State, I mean, they, they played them in the regular season. They went by 15 at least, I think. Probably. Honestly. I mean, probably. Yeah. But, I mean, it's just when you get the march, and you got guys that can play. Like, when yeah. you got Ace missing O'Banner, I and mean, they got – Think games are two just, of the three best players on the floor. I think games are game. just a little bit different when uh, your season's on the line. And especially that first game of March, man, that first game of the tournament is the scariest oh, yeah. by far because you're not in a rhythm. You don't – the team you're playing against, I mean, you just hit a couple shots. Everything changes. The first game of March, that's what any coach will say is the scariest by far because just weird stuff will happen. Yeah. Um. You're traveling in. It's it's, it's a weird vibe. Yeah. That, Teams can get momentum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a definitely saw our fair share of insane things happen this year. It was a great tournament, man. Yeah, I was so was. happy to have March Madness back. It was a great tournament. It was it was it was great for my pocket as well. I, <laughs> yeah. I did I did great this year. Uh, <laughs> the predictions and the all the. All the spreads, you know, it they, was they're great nice. in my pockets as well. I won a, I won the bracket pool, which is, which was great. Yeah, I should have got a Macbeth bracket pool. You should have. You would have won. I know. <laughs> should have cut in there. Uh, I'm glad you didn't, because I would have got second. <laughs> I can't but. believe two people out of like fifty picked Baylor. Yeah, like and the guy retarded. had I won the championship game. The other guy picked Baylor. I had Gonzaga, so I ended up I ended up winning the bracket pool. Iowa in the championship. He did have I won the championship. God. But um okay, so let's pivot off the college bat let's pivot off March Madness. But we do have some coaching changes to talk about. Um Long Kruger called it quits for the Sooners. Legendary coach. He'll go in the Hall of Fame, no doubt about it. 
Um, did a great job. He's there a long time, but Porter they bring in Porter Moser. What a hire! Yeah. What a hire! Yeah, I, I think it's a great hire. Um, Loyola obviously has been a, I mean, a great mid-major team these past couple of years. Yeah, you can pretty much pinpoint the success right to him. Yeah, I, I would and say so. They've had some great but, players. They've had some great players. Yeah, but. definitely. Uh, but I just, I just, I want to see how he's going to do at the at the, this level. This Big Twelve basketball is a little different than uh, the Mountain. Uh, West or Mount, whatever they play in the Mountain <laughs> yeah, Valley dude. Conference. Because it seems like the past five or ten years of my lifetime, the the coaches that have gone from the bottom yeah. up to the top I mean, OU, have not done well. OU, they, they have uh, not done well. OU had the same thing. I mean, before they hired Long Kruger, I think, uh, God, they hired someone. I think it was out of VCU. I wanna, honestly, I want to say it was Jeff Capel. Yeah. Jeff Capel was, I think, uh, I don't know where he was coaching at at the time, but I want to say it was – I want to say it was VCU. I really do. And they hired him out of here. And, and, and he was Duke's assistant for a long, long time. Yeah, I know that. But he and he's at Pittsburgh now. And they suck. Yeah, he was. He was. He was. Uh, he was head coach at VCU. Yeah, yeah and then he went to they OU. Hired him out. Yeah, and I think uh, he may have been there for the Blake Griffin tenure, but outside of that, shitty. I mean, it's just a different. It's, it's different. I mean, there's definitely. I mean, you're they're the fair share of coaches that do well coming from that lower division up, but I mean. As example, Shaka Smart had to watch him, you know, burn that. Man, Texas that was just Shaka Smart ground. was like, well, I, I thought, was so happy when they hired Shaka. I was so happy when they hired Shaka. I was like, home run, yeah, home run. I and mean, everybody was. It's just, uh, it's, it's just different. It's just, it's different, different from going from, I mean, those type of conferences to, I mean, like Big Twelve, ACC. Porter Moser just—he really seems like he's got it together, though. He really seems he does, like, yeah, he, he does. He really do, seems yeah. like he's gonna do a really good job. Yeah. He does seem like he has it together. I'm sure he, uh, he'll be great recruiting. He has a great track record with Loyola, obviously. He's hitting up Caterade today. <laughs> That's that maybe that. I'm going to give Cade a ring, see if we can get Cade live on the podcast right now talking about uh, Porter Moser. <laughs> but um, no, that was a really good yeah, hire. What? That was a great hire there. <laughs> yeah, it was. I wonder if uh, Clayton Custer is going to come on over. Or the big guy. I know that that'd be great if he did. Cade's not gonna answer. Cade's probably who knows what Cade's doing right now. Getting recruited by the basketball. Yeah, coach. probably is. It's a shame he's gonna get a live interview on the podcast. But he's in jump he shots. He's getting. He's in the gym. But yeah, I did see some that Clayton Custer is considering grad transferring to Oklahoma. Which would be pretty crazy if, yeah. if he was in an OU uniform playing for Porter Moser again. Um, that would make me think OU would be pretty good because that would be a great foundation there. But um, enough of the Oklahoma basketball talk. Enough of that. How about Chris Beer to the Texas Longhorns, baby? Um, that's a home run. I mean, they're both A, a plus hires. They are. They, they don't get any better than that. Chris Beard and Porter Moser, I amazing agree. hires. Um, yeah. Chris Beard to Texas. I cannot wait for the Longhorns to be just screaming coming out of the locker room at halftime. I can't wait to see that. Wow, um, that's oh yeah, that's an A plus hire right there. That's someone that's uh that's proven. Yeah, that I agree with you with, with what you said. If Chris Beard doesn't succeed at Texas, the school is just cursed. Yeah, it's that simple. Because we've had uh, we've had so many guys. That, I mean, I love the Tom Herman hire. Really? I, I love the Shaka hire, and it's just it hasn't worked out. If if Chris Beard somehow doesn't succeed, I mean, no way he does, it, dude. He succeeded at Texas Little Rock. Yeah, no tech. way he doesn't succeed he's at the got, university. 
of Texas. He's got way more resources at Texas than he does did I at Tech. I mean, Little he did Rock, great at Tech. Little Rock almost made the Sweet 16. I just think it's a culture issue right now at Texas. It's just, it's honestly just a losing culture these past 10 years. And, you know, I feel like that starts to sink in for the university. I mean, the yeah. athletic department and the players after a while, I mean, God, we're constantly just not reaching our expectations and we're constantly, you know, losing so many games. It's just, it's almost like it's just Texas right now. I mean, something's got to change. Uh, I mean, they hired two, they got two new coaches in town, Sarkeesian and a beard, so. We'll see. I think I think those two guys can do it. But I've said that about the last couple guys Texas has hired. So maybe these are the it's guys like, to do it. Hopefully Sarkeesian. I I I am not like I'm fifty fifty on Sarkeesian still. Yeah. It's just I because know. I really <laughs> like that. I I love Bijan. Obviously, how can you not love Bijan Cortez? And I I mean the QB looked great in the in the bowl game. Yeah. Um, I, excited to see what he's gonna do. We have a lot of our defense coming back. I mean, we should be. Should I think Sarkeesian's going to do good. Yeah, he's been under Saban. Uh, he's been under lots of great coaches. I think he coached under Belichick. Uh, yeah, yeah contrary little. to most people, I don't mind him getting drunk on the job that much. I mean, I do. He's going. He was. He was going through some things, you know. Um, oh, he, I thought you meant like still, like if you wanted to. You know, oh no, him. I mean I. No, I'm just saying like. I think guys can get drunk on the job and then come back and do a good job redeeming oh, yeah. themselves. A little redemption was, story. I think he was just dealing with some demons then. Yeah. Uh-huh. Having a, his, he, I think he's. I think he's all right now. I think he's clean now. I don't think that's going to be an issue. But, yeah, people like to point at that, and rightfully so. I probably would myself. <laughs> but. Oh, yeah. If OU hired a guy that yeah. been drunk on a job all year, I'd be ragging on yeah. that. But um, another coach I call it quits, Roy Williams. Legendary career, even as a Duke fan here, got to give him respect. Um, not not quite the coach that Coach K was, but a great coach, had a lot of success. Um, weird to see him hanging up. Seriously. Makes me feel like I'm getting old. I know. Uh, <laughs> Roy Williams calling it quits. Yeah. I, that was that was what was he? Was he like 25 and 0 in the first round? Is that the stat yeah, you saw? Yeah. It was something crazy. It was first, something crazy. Lost his uh, first first round game this year with that shitty team he had. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder if a lot of players are going to transfer out of UNC now since uh, since Roy Williams summed it up. The guy, but the hire that they brought in was Hubert Davis. Um, it's weird to me to see Hubert Davis as a coach now, but I we'll see how he does. I mean, I, I'm optimistic. I think he'll do a good job. He was a sharpshooter. Uh, I think he'll be able to teach the guys the shooting stroke um, that yeah. UNC needs. Huh? Uh, I think I got we'll, – we'll pause it and we'll be back. All right, so we're back now. We had a little pause, little uh, little uh, relational stuff going on there, but we're back. I don't really remember what we were talking about. I think we were talking about Chris Beard. Um, yeah, yeah, I think we were talking it. about Texas. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Chris Beard, Porter Moser, great hires. Hugh, uh, we were talking about Hubert, Hubert Davis, Davis. Yeah, to, to that's North what Carolina. we were talking about. Um, he's definitely going to be a great shooting coach. He'll get those guys stroking it because he could sure stroke it. Yeah, they they, um, they need it definitely because yeah, North I Carolina knew, can't shoot. My dad knew it. He, he called that they were going to hire an alumni. He did. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what Hubert Davis can done can do at North Carolina. Um, those guys, the former players, have been having more success recently than they have in the past. Uh, Dewan Howard should have hired. Uh, should have hired uh, Michael Jordan. They're going after alumni. MJ as a coach. I want to see it. I know he's owner right now, but I think he would be a great coach. I think he would 
really pull some great recruits. I think everyone would want to play for Michael Jordan. And there's no way he can't coach. God, he was the best player ever. <laughs> MJ? Yeah. That Did he want the job? No, he didn't want the job. Uh, oh, so. Give another pause. <laughs> <laughs> right, we had another pause. We're back again. Uh, man, we haven't been able to get a smooth episode out so far, but we're not going to have any more pauses from here on out. I think we talked enough about college basketball coaches. Let's go ahead. Let's, let's talk some NFL draft. First round is going to be Sunday. Uh, very excited oh, wow. to watch this. Yeah, he does. Realize does. That. <laughs> uh-huh. Jeez. Yeah, two days. Just like that. Damn. Damn. Man, I know that. What the? Why is it on a Sunday? It's usually on a Thursday. No, it's not. It, the the first day is um April 29th on a Thursday. Yeah, I was like Pat McAfee's poll um on YouTube threw me off. Yeah, I was, so, I, I was like, what? How did I not know this? Yeah, I, I saw Pat McAfee pull on Twitter. He's like, what are you more excited about? Sunday at the Masters or the NFL draft? I don't know why he said that. That's a pretty stupid poll to put out when the draft is in 20 days. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I was caught me off guard a little bit. So we don't need to have an NFL draft preview because um, we'll have have 20 days away. 20 days away. Three weeks. So I shouldn't be coming later. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That was Sunday. Was there any more? Yeah, I mean, that's what Pat McAfee was saying. Uh, Pat McAfee. He's a a WWE wrestler now. I saw him jumping off ladders and... Yeah, he's 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 doing it. No way. Yeah, I've seen him. For real? Yeah. Wow. It's like wrestling, but he's still doing all his other stuff. But he's just wrestling too. It's a little side job. Well, I guess. yeah, I respect that. Yeah, he's going off ladders into tables. Richard Patino to New Mexico. See what little Patino can do there. Trash. Minnesota um, was like the worst team I watched all year. They were bad. I saw Kentucky was the favorite to land Marcus Carr. That'd be a big get for. That Mr. would be Kalapari. a huge get. That would be a pro. If they got Marcus Carr and Kellen Grady, they're back. Oh, I Kentucky forgot they got back. Kellen Grady, too. Uh-huh. Holy shit. Yeah. Be a nasty backcourt duo right there. Yeah, and then they got one of the best recruits coming in. That's a big guy. That would be a I'm nasty sure guy. they have, yeah, multiple five stars coming in. But Marcus Carr and Kellen Grady, that would be. I mean, they, I mean, Kentucky struggled to shoot the ball. Well, that would take I'm that problem away. I might bet on the future for them to win the national championship if they get That's, Marcus Carr. That's, yeah. Kellen Grady and Marcus Carr, I mean, they're both, like, older players. Marcus Carr is the best player in the transfer portal. Yeah, I I agree. Yeah, I agree. He's, Minnesota just, they they gave him no help. Whoever gets Marcus Carr, yeah, Marcus Carr, I mean, he was, he's by himself. It was abysmal to watch. It really was. Minnesota without Marcus Carr is basically Hofstra, I mean. (laughs) Honestly. They're terrible. They were bad. Them, I, I remember watching them against Northwestern, and that was, like the worst college basketball game I watched all year long. It's crazy how you have a point guard, the caliber of Marcus Carr, and you're still ass. I know. They they had lots of good wins too, and uh, I like they had uh, who they beat. I mean, they beat they Iowa. Beat a lot of good they beat, teams. Uh, they beat a lot of good teams. They beat early. They, they kicked the shit out of Michigan State because I remember I was like, oh yeah, Michigan State coming off a loss, definitely gonna win. Yeah, no, they didn't. Minnesota, they, yeah. Uh, I mean, they, they pretty much always they had beat the, Illinois. They pretty beat much Illinois. always had the best player on the floor. Wait, no, they didn't beat Illinois. Dude, they kicked the shit out of Michigan. They probably did beat Illinois. Kicked they the shit out of Michigan. A lot of really good teams. They kicked the shit out of Michigan. No, they didn't beat Illinois. So I remember Illinois fucked them up at or on the road at Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Beat them by like 30. And there's no way Minnesota beat them at Illinois. I don't think they won a road game all year. I think they were literally like Ofer on yeah, the road game. They were home team game. Yeah, they, they were a... Uh, 
they were an interesting watch. Sometimes you'd watch them and they look pretty good, and then I remember when they beat Iowa in overtime. They were down eight with forty seconds left. God, that was the worst beat of my life. Towards towards the end of the year, um, God, towards the end of the year, like they just—I don't know what happened. They just their players really looked disinterested. Honestly, Marcus Carr. Looked disinterested. He looks like he wanted to be done with that Marcus season. Marcus Carr was done. Marcus program. Carr was done. He was yeah. definitely done. He yeah. was done. About five, he said, I'm, I'm out of this yeah, morning. He was. I remember the day after the season, he announced he was transferring. Yeah. yeah that's like, was, that's yeah, no surprise gone. there. Yeah, he was, he was ready to be out of there. Yeah. And he knew Richard Pitino was going to get fired, probably. Yeah. I mean, he's, yeah. He's yeah. <laughs> Minnesota, uh, where are they at? Who did they hire? Did they hire anyone as a new coach? Let me see. I saw Indiana got Mike Woodson. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Minnesota got a guy by the name of Ben Johnson. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Minnesota is screwed. They might be in the cellar. They're mm-hmm. definitely in the cellar of the Big Ten next year. No doubt about it. Yeah. They're in the cellar. <laughs> Minnesota basketball is not going to be a thing, a beauty to watch. It's going to be. You're going to look like you're like. It's going to look like a bunch of eighth graders out there, I'm saying, against these other Big Ten teams. Yeah, but Mike Woodson to Indiana, I mean, that was, like, so out of right field. I did not see that one coming at all. Trace Jackson Davis stayed. uh, Race Thompson stayed. uh, I just – I did not see that coming. Yeah. If you would have gave me a list of 50 guys that I thought might have been the head coach in Indiana. the last time he I don't think Mike Woodson would have been on it. Yeah. (laughs) Where where is he coach? He's an assistant coach in the NBA and a lot of different teams. Like it was just I, Indiana. Just, I mean, their basketball program right now is also in the in, dude, in the dumps. They are just desperately needing to be good because that yeah. is a basketball school, a basketball <laughs> state. Their and football team was much better this year. Yeah, they were. I mean, like what? I know. Indiana's football team. It, is Indiana is like literally. I mean, the most basketball state in the United States. Indiana. Yeah, that Mike Woodson, he's the head coach of the Knicks for three years. Then he's been an assistant at LA, then a head coach of the Knicks this year. He has been in the NBA since 19... Wow. Since 1980, he has been in the NBA. Since 1980. Wow, he's taking his first college job. I wonder how he's going to do. It's a different game, Mike. It's a different game. That's it crazy, is... bro. 40 years. Yeah. 40 years. He's it's his just first now he's job. making the jump to college. <laughs> making the jump, but... Yeah, that's it's it's that's interesting because I mean it it really is it's just a completely different game going from mm-hmm. pros to, to the. You think you'd be able to relate with the players pretty well? Yeah, but God, it's so insane, man. You watch the NBA in college basketball. Oh my God, it's not the same sport. There no no college basketball team could ever beat an NBA team. I I swear, like no. never. These NBA players are just they're so good at basketball. It's their life. They're so good at basketball. They don't miss. If they're open, they, they should make it. I like. That's a difference. That's honestly the difference between NBA and college players. Open, like open shots, man. NBA players just don't miss them. College <laughs> players are like five for ten on open shots. Like it's just so, just the shot making ability, just everything. I want to say that I would say they might play. I mean, shit. I mean, I would so say, I almost say the defense is better in college, but just the. The insane offense just probably makes the defense look a little worse. You know, that said, I would love to see Baylor go up against the Magic. I'm definitely taking the Magic, but I, I would have loved to see that matchup. God, the Magic would run them. <laughs> they would run them. They got, I mean, they suck. They suck real bad, but NBA, or Baylor's team is not full of, like, half the roster isn't even G League guys. They have three 
They have two. Yeah. They have two. All their eight rosters could play in the G League. Mm, I don't know. They could play in the G League. I don't know if they'd be good in the G League. Yeah. But, I mean, Butler, they Mitchell, they're going to be good NBA players. Yeah. Macy Oteague, he'll probably be in the NBA. You've got Mo Bamba on the squad right now. Mo Bamba's, you know, I don't know why he isn't going off. You just look at him. He's got his arms go to his knees. He's uh, seven feet tall. He can make the jump. Mo Bamba's approaching bust territory, unfortunately. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I don't hear shit about him. He was like, what pick was he? Like six, I think. Maybe five. Oh, foul. I'm rooting for Mo Bamba, but I just don't know if he's going to be good. I am too. I didn't know Brogdon and uh, Sabonis were playing. It was like a four and a half point spread, dude. I know. Up by 15. What's going on? Why, what, red, that, that spread definitely changed. There's no way it didn't. It, was, it went up to six and a half. Still. Freaking suck. Magic are like the worst team ever. They literally are a G League. I'd love to see the Magic and the Thunder play. That'd be a ball game right there. By far the two worst teams in the league. They're literally a G League team. Yeah, so are the so Thunder at this point. God, no door. Baisley, Shea, Horford. Just nobody. None of our good players. Now we got Kenrick Williams, Poku. <laughs> Who else? The Celtics are down 39-25 to 25 at the end of the first quarter. I am dead. To the T-Wolves at home. It's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. The Celtics are so funny, dude. I, I hope Breeze is watching that game. I really do. The Celtics, dude. Yeah, that's Breezy. If you're listening right now, your Celtics. You say they turned the corner. I don't he think did. that's. He said the Celtics. I don't think that's the, the case. Corner. They just they just aren't very good this year. Uh, you know, dude. At I one mean, point, I saw a picture. I, it's actually insane. I, I like the old Celtics team when they had Kyrie, Al Horford, Gordon Hayward, Terry Rozier. Uh, all those guys. Yeah, and then, and then everybody Brown. else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you look at the just you look at that team and how would they go? Where they? What's the farthest they went? Eastern Conference Finals? Did they even go that far? I really feel like they didn't. That team. I don't know what was up with Kyrie in Boston. I, maybe, maybe it's a Brad Stevens issue. But at one point, people were saying, I remember seeing this poll. Would you rather have like the best player in the league or or I forgot. It was like. It's like a really, really good player or Brad Stevens. And it was like, Brad Stevens. Or, <laughs> yeah. or would you rather have the number one overall pick or Brad Stevens? Okay, 2017-2018, they lost in the Eastern Conference Finals to the Cavs in seven. Mm. It's tough. <laughs> Kyrie's tough. team? Yep. Kyrie and LeBron. They lost to him in seven. Damn. Wait, no. Kyrie on the Celtics. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Kyrie was on the Celtics, yeah. Team was good. The team was real good. That's tough. They were the three seed. Oh, that's tough, man. Yeah, it was Kyrie versus Braun. <clears throat> and Braun got the better end. Wait, no, 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 no. Cause I'm looking back and it's not showing me. For some reason, I feel like they never played in the playoffs. No, Maybe I don't they think did. they did. Cause I'm looking at the Cavs. I think the Cavs. No, that would have been a big deal. Something I would have remembered. I'd like. Nothing's popping up in my head. Kyrie's not playing. popping up on either roster for some reason. I don't know why I can't remember it. Maybe he just didn't play. Maybe they played, but he was out. He was maybe, hurt. maybe. But either way, 16-17, uh, they lost in the Eastern Conference Finals to the Cavs. They lost to the Cavs again in the Eastern Conference Finals. First time in five, second time in seven. Then they lost so, to the... Celtics might not make the playoffs then, this year. 
they're they're gonna make the playoffs, I think. But I, don't I know. mean, the, the the chances that I give the Celtics of winning a first round playoff series is zero. Is uh, very minimal. Is, they're gonna be like very, an eight very seed. Minimal. Because I mean, <laughs> they're gonna be like a seven seed. Because you look, the one seeds, bro- the top three seeds are locked in in the East. I mean, Boston, it's the Nets. The Sixers and the Bucks. Those three teams are six games above everybody Boston else. Boston literally has zero chance at any sort of championship this year. That was yeah. that was their fans. Because I mean, the four seeds. I think the four seed is definitely going to be Miami. So I mean, they'll either have to beat the Nets, the Sixers, the Bucks, or Miami. Imagine the Celtics beating the Nets. Just, just can't. I would love to see <laughs> the Celtics play the Knicks, the Nets in the first round. I would just love to see that. The Nets, to the Nets. No one's gonna beat them, I swear. Ah, like KD finally back healthy, you know he makes it look so effortless. KD needs to come back before the playoffs. He already he came back. Co- yeah, he did already come back. You're right. Went five for five, fifteen points, smooth as ever. Just looking like the best player in the world almost. He's, he's KD is nowhere near the best player in the world. <sighs> nowhere near. Don't be so disrespectful. He's not the best player in the world just because he's an amazing scorer, but he he's he can't pass. Great defender. He can't pass though. Well, so what? He goes and gets fifty a night, or not? 50, he's not the best player in the world. He's not the best player. The only player that I think is better than him is LeBron. Other than that, I don't know. I don't know who's better than him. I don't know who I'd rather have on my team. Probably nobody. Probably Kevin Durant. I'm definitely taking Luca over my man Kevin Durant. Jesus, hell no, no! Come on, man, Luca, dude. Luca. That's I'm just that's just you hating KD. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Every time, anytime you're gonna talk about KD, you're gonna, you I mean, you're gonna have bias towards him. You fucking hate him. I fucking hate him too. But I, I and Luka Doncic is better. Just better. <laughs> that's that's not true at all. Kevin, Kevin Durant's Durant. not a number one option. What? Oh my god! Dude, he's never been a number one. He's the number one option on his team right now. No, he's not. James Harden. He was the number one option on. He was the number one option on OKC, no doubt. I mean, that's that's not even up for debate. Russell Westbrook was never the and number Westbrook one. Westbrook always option. had the ball. Dude, just stop. Stop with that. Westbrook was not the number one option at OKC ever. It was Kevin Durant. He was the number one guy in OKC. It's just, it starts to be a number one option when he can't pass. What are you talking about? That's not true at all. I mean, he's he won the number one option in Golden State. That's for damn sure. I don't know. I mean, they had it's, but in Golden State, it was really option A, option B, and option C. I mean, it really was option A and option B with or Curry and KD. I mean, I don't think you can declare Kevin Durant as a second option to anybody. I mean, he's the greatest scorer in the world, probably the greatest scorer the world's ever seen. You can say he's not a first option. You need to listen to this guy. I don't care what he has to say. I listen probably another. Because this guy was, and I was like, boom, facts. Oh my God. Um, yeah, I'm going to look at Boom the Sports Guide will play for you guys. Um, of course, Kevin Durant, yeah, Kevin Durant is a second option. Everywhere he's been in his career, he's been a second option. And OKC's got Brooks called Russ to run the show. Dude, okay. No. He, no, he wasn't ever in OKC. <laughs> That's so dumb. If you ever thought KD was the second option of Russell Westbrook in Oklahoma City, you're lying. Because I never once thought KD wasn't better than Russell Westbrook and never once thought KD wasn't the number one option. I mean... At the end of the games, I mean, I feel like we definitely went to KD more than Russell. I mean, right, we listen to the rest of it. I don't even want to. Scott Brooks told us Russell Westbrook to run the show. My ass, dude. Whatever.
Why? Why do you have to be able to pass the ball? Why do you have to be able to pass the ball? I need an explanation of why you need to be able to pass the ball. This dude is a clown. Boom, the sports god cracks me up, dude. He's a clown. Why do you need to pass the ball to be a number one option? Why? Tell me. He says passing is more important than scoring. I totally disagree with that. Just wow. Just no. The name of the game is to put the ball in the hole. I mean, to score points, that's how you win. And passing is obviously a very important aspect of basketball, but. I mean, I would say probably the most important aspect of basketball is being able to score the ball. That's, that's what I say. I mean, if you can score more points than the other team, I mean, you're always going to win. So, I, I I don't know if I would say passing is a more important attribute than scoring. But I mean, that, that's he, a very tough had, debate to have. He has his opinion. Are you, we've had uh, – the Nuggets have won seven straight since acquiring Aaron Gordon. They've been on a roll all the way up to fourth in the conference. The Nuggets. Nuggets, Nuggets are, are making making their rise, baby. Um, yeah, they're on the, they're on their way back. Yeah, only only one game behind third, only five games behind first. We'll see what because I mean the top of the Western Conference right now it's really interesting. You got the Jazz at first, you got the Suns at second, you got the Clippers the at three. Conference will be interesting yeah. in the playoffs uh, because you know what I really hope for, and this is no one's been talking about this, but I it's a real possibility that we get a Lakers Clippers first round matchup. <laughs> that would imagine, be great. Imagine. I would love that. Yeah, I would absolutely love that. Because it's a real possibility right now. What is the Lakers, the Lakers are Lakers are at five right now. That's what I predicted. Five. Five seed. Lakers. That's where they're at. I didn't predict the KD. Or not the KD, but the LeBron and Anthony Davis injuries. But they're, they're – that would be interesting. I don't – but how – the Clippers aren't going to be a four seed. I promise you. No way. I don't think the Lakers will stay at the five seed. They'll get LeBron and AD back, and they'll start winning. I mean, they won't get them back for games. a while. Or KD, I just really LeBron hope they're up in the first round. I think LeBron's close to coming back. Posted something on Instagram today. said there's a thunderstorm coming, so I'm assuming that means that he's coming back. What you doing, Russell? Russell. Russ. Come here, man. Hey. Oh, yeah. Look at the guy, Russ. Russ right here. He's a goof. After the goat, Russell Westbrook. I see Goof come up here. I do not want to see that. <laughs> I don't want to see that at all. I do. I want to see his goofy face just through the door right here. But I'm going to go off on a little tangent right here about the Spurs. Um, they were they were having a great year. They've lost four in a row. The Spurs have absolutely zero chance to beat anybody in the playoffs. I, I love Greg Popovich. I really respect what he's doing over there. But, uh, man, just man, they do not have the talent level of the other teams. No. Um, they cannot score. I mean, I, I've seen them. They went on a seven-minute scoring drought the other night. They really um, don't, especially without Aldridge and uh, DeRozan. Or is yeah, DeRozan still there? Yeah, DeRozan's still there. Does he, he play plays. a lot? Yeah, he plays. He's their lean scorer. But um, Dang, they just don't have one out of there, Jamar. Um, they have zero chance to win a playoff series. Once again, all respect to Popovich for a ha- the yeah. fact that he has them at five at five hundred right now. Um, yeah. It's just a testament to his coaching ability because that team's—they're not good. <laughs> they are. They're I haven't even got a, really got a chance to watch them, but I mean, yeah, if you just look at their roster, you can just, you can just tell they aren't very good. I am surprised that they are even 500. Like, I mean, they got DeRozan, Lonnie Walker. Outside of that, I don't even know who's on the Spurs. Like, who's on the Spurs? Who who's playing for the Spurs? Rudy Gay's been playing pretty well. Oh, Rudy Gay. And uh, Deontay Murray—he's—he's he's good. I actually really like Deontay Murray. I would love to have What's him their on the bench? Team. Trash. Derek White, 
Jakob Podol. Jakob Podol is one of the worst players that gets significant yeah. minutes in the league. Mm-hmm. I was watching him. I was, dude, he was doing. I, I loved him at Utah. Like when he was at Utah, I thought he was a beast. But now in the NBA, dude, he cannot grab a loose ball. He cannot rebound. He cannot guard. He it's was like, just. It's like a Mason Plumley out there. He's way worse than Mason Plumley. <laughs> Mason Plumley's nice. He's a good backup. But Jakob Podol makes Mason Plumley look like Shaq. Oh my. I mean, dude, he cannot. He was just such that, a such a liability out run there. Duke had with the Plumley Bros for forever. Bro, I love the Plumley Bros, man. Like Mason, the then Miles, and then um, we had one more. Why are you crying, bro? What the chicken? Then we had the one that went to the Air Force. I liked him. He played hard. <laughs> they all, I thought they all played hard. I thought they were all pretty good. Oh, no doubt. Who no was doubt. the best? Definitely Mason. Mason then Miles was definitely the second. Then the third was definitely the guy that went to the Air Force. But he ended up playing minutes on his last year. Really? Yeah. And he, he was good. He, was, he said, basketball's not my thing, but I'm a plumber. <laughs> I'm playing at Duke, but <laughs> yeah. basketball's not my thing. What? Wait, was he playing at Duke? Yeah. No, his senior he... year, and he played like big minutes God, senior How can year. you say basketball's not my thing, and you're playing basketball at Duke, He's man? He's a plumley, man. <laughs> basketball's not my thing, but I'm a plumley, so I got to do it. got to play basketball at Duke University, because that's what plumleys do. When yeah, he, Marshall. That was his name, Marshall, Marshall Plumley. We had Miles and Mason, which were great players, and then Marshall. But Marshall, man, the senior year, he came on and he played. He played All great. M's. All yeah. M names. That's Marshall what the Miles did, man. And, wait, Marshall, Miles, and Mason. Yeah. Yep, that's that's Marshall right there. He's he's a he's, he's a tall. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a, he's he a marine my, right my now. My heart is with the with with America. Oh yeah. <laughs> Respect to him. <laughs> he's he's he. He's got my respect. I feel like I remember watching him play basketball too. He was hard nosed. Someone oh, yeah. you don't want to see in the paint. No, not at all. Not at all. No way. He'll give a shoulder to you. Oh yeah. Let you know will. about it. Um. Hey, my the team that we've been high on the Hawks. They've been playing well recently. They climbed up to fifth in the East. The Hawks. Mm-hmm. The Hawks. They just, they still don't have anybody. They still have DeAndre Hunter and uh, I, like I can't remember. Other players are never playing. Gallinari, I saw, was like day to day. You haven't seen the last time. They, I don't think they've had one game where everybody's played. Yeah, like what's 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 going on? What's going on with their training staff over there? Well, Trey Young, how's Trey Young having a? I really haven't. He's not. He's not like since college basketball ended. Well, definitely. Now it's NBA time. Yeah. yeah. College basketball is definitely. We had a couple weeks focus. here. We got about a month, month and a half, and we'll get NBA playoffs. Oh, yeah, NBA playoffs are great. I love the NBA playoffs. I like, yeah, I like the NBA There's playoffs. There's about 20 too. games left in the regular season. Or even the last month of the NBA season is great because you'll see yeah. all these games and seeing like who's going to match up with who. Uh-huh. And all the games are important. Play- and I'm really excited for this playing series that they're going to have because uh-huh. this playing series is going to be exciting. It's one game? Yeah, because it's one game. And right now, if, if this is how it shook out, you would have the Spurs play the Warriors. The losers is out. The Warriors would beat them. Then you'd have the Mavericks and the know. Grizzlies. The winners in. The losers out. So say the the Warriors beat the Spurs, and the and the Mavs beat the Grizz. You'd have the Warriors and the Grizzlies for a spot in the playoffs. You don't think the uh, or the Spurs could beat the Warriors in a game? Oh, they definitely. Could. I think whoever's, I mean, whoever's, whoever's playing could. in those. Those games, it's, oh, no it's anybody's game. So, You're I mean, right. You're right. No say, doubt they could beat them in one like game. Like a one-game series in the NBA, I mean, I understand why they don't do that because, I mean, I mean no, these no guys doubt, are professionals yeah. at the end of the day. No, no doubt the Spurs day. should beat the Warriors in a one-game yeah, playoff. No I, doubt about yeah. it. I no still, doubt about it. I totally it. understand why. Like, yeah. 
the NBA has. Oh, but then you go back in the East. This is where it gets really interesting. You'd have you'd have the Celtics and the Knicks in a one game. Winner gets in. Yes. Loser has I to play the Knicks. And then you have the Pacers and the Bulls. What's that? Russ, can you stop crying, man? And then you have the Pacers and the Bulls, and the winner would play the loser. The loser would be gone. Stop <laughs> crying. Wow. <laughs> Russell. Russ is being a little baby. <laughs> what was that sound he just made? <laughs> I haven't ever heard that sound from Russell. I don't know if he has ever <laughs> what heard that, that on the podcast, but I've never heard that sound. It looks like Russell's out of here now. <laughs> He, did, he didn't like to shake. Russell. Come on, man. Yeah, I'll touch you. Oh, low, 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 low. <laughs> what was that sound? I don't know. He really wants this, those chicken nuggets, though. That's what he wants. He does. He Russell, come rest, here. Huh? I'll give you a fry. Oh, now he's happy. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> there you go. He wanted that, dude. There you go. He wanted all that, that. All that begging and crying, it was worth yeah, it. Done. All right, but let's let's talk a little bit. Uh, a little bit of the Masters, um, oh, big big golf <laughs> guys here. My man Justin Rose is in first. I put a ten dollar bet on him and wins seven hundred dollars. I really hope he wins. I put a hundred dollar bet on Justin Rose, and right, <laughs> yeah. right now it's looking like I can seven hundred thousand dollars. Seven hundred thousand. Damn. Seven hundred dollars can change your life. A hundred dollars would win you seventy thousand if you made that bet. Oh yeah. Seventy thousand still. That's yeah. a that's a boatload of money. It's not seven hundred thousand, but yeah, it's seventy grand. Like you can, you can go yeah, buy yeah, a house with that for the seventy thousand. Oh, I'm, or I mean for the seven hundred. Oh yeah, let's do well, yeah. Seven hundred, seven grand, seventy thousand, seven hundred thousand. At the end of the day, man, money's money's money. They're all great sums of money. Yeah, as, as long as you're positive in that category, in the money category. Life's good. Zalatoris making his debut in the Masters, tied for second at six under. Um, will he be the first debut to win the Masters since 1965? First debut. Yep, is his first Masters. I need to pull up the leaderboard. We got oh. Jordan Spieth, Texas. Yeah, Jordan Spieth is in there, man. He's, Had a great day today at five under. Yeah, it's tight. You got Justin Rose, seven under. Justin Thomas is right in there at four under. Um, Where's Tony Fee now at four under. Where's Phil? Phil is at. Uh, he made the cut. He did make the cut. He's at three under or three over. I mean, Phil hey, he made the winning. cut though. Look at all the players that missed the cut. Bryson DeChambeau. Yeah, DeChambeau had a great day today. Negative one. Five under. Five under today though. What was he yesterday? Uh, four over. Yeah, I'd be having those days. He might make a comeback though. Yeah, well he's in it now, so he can. Um, yeah, the defending champion, Dustin Johnson, misses a cut. Um, pretty shocking stuff for Dustin Johnson to miss a cut. On um, 16, I was watching on 16, he just put it in the water. He's at two over. He's having a decent day, and then put it in the water. And now he's done. Roy McIlroy missed a cut, too. Dude, he missed a cut, and it wasn't even close. <laughs> what, did, what did he end up at? He's down there. Or he's cut. He ended up at uh, six over. He was at eight over at the time. Rory. He, happens. he must have just lost it then. Yeah, age get him. He's not even that old. <laughs> like, I was just watching him, dude. He was hitting it in the rough. Hit his dad. In the trees. Hit his dad. Huh? Hit his dad. Yeah. Phil it was Nicholson. just bad. Roy McIlroy just does not have it anymore, I guess. Phil Nicholson made the cut. Yeah. My man, Maury Cobble, having a great day. He's at two under. Watch out for him. 
What's mm. up, man? Making the comeback to win. Only if Tiger was able to compete. Yeah, it's set up for a great, great next two days, though. It's pretty close at the leaderboard. It is. Um, I really hope Justin Rose will get it done. Really, really hope he's going to get it done. Not confident at all, but I hope he will. Cause he's been winning. He's leading after two days. Been winning after both days. Plus, that's crazy. His odds were plus 7,000. Just golf tournaments, dude. It's just like so. It's just because there's so many people. So many people, yeah. Just like anybody can win <laughs> golf, but yeah, God. Uh, that would be, that would, predicting golf. Yeah, you really had the balls to drop a, uh, drop a pretty bet. penny on a, on a golf player. Yeah, and they won. I wonder, like, what the hell were Tiger's odds that one year? Like, no, I do. I actually bet on Tiger that one year when he won the Masters, and they were only plus three thousand, and they should have been like plus eight thousand the way he was playing. Ah, but it was just Tiger. Tiger's name value, so he had some name value, and it was plus three thousand. Tiger Woods, I mean. Mm-hmm. But still, ten dollars on Tiger, yeah. on three hundo, man, he was the only. Wow, I feel like he would have been a bigger underdog. He should have been. Again, he should the way he was playing because he hadn't won a major in like five six years before. Yeah, but then again, it is Tiger Woods. I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like a lot of people said that they thought he would never win another major again. Yeah, he's coming off like that big time back surgery yeah yeah it didn't seem like he He was old like in his 40s coming off major surgery i'm just glad old lefty made the cut man phil mickelson's playing two more days at golf out of augusta national he's three over yep barely made it i don't know if he's gonna win definitely not (laughs) i don't know if he's gonna be able to do it but he's gonna play two more days of golf man Mm -hmm. He's in the hotel room tonight, gearing up to play. That's all you can ask for. It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful course. The birds chirping. He's he's out there. He's happy. He's got his green jacket. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's all. That's all you can ask for as a as a golfer. Just making the cut, (laughs) having those two extra days. You know, just make your name. (laughs) Phil Phil's looking for his. uh, I know he's won the Masters once before. I think just one time. Hey, I saw though, man, at the Masters dinner, they left the seat open for a guy by the name of Tiger Woods. It's great to see. Tiger got in the wreck. Dude, the magic and thunder are just so bad. Yeah. I don't even know who number three on the magic is. I don't know who a lot of the people on the magic is. The only reason is. I know who Mo Bamba is because he played Texas. I could play in the magic. That's Gary Harris. Wow. You go from Denver to Orlando. Oh, man. The rip Gary Harris. That's I'm sure brutal. he's happy. <laughs> it's just brutal. He's in, oh, he's in Orlando. You traded to the magic. Oh, shooting fuck. 0 for 6 tonight, too? Man. Might as well just retire at that point. <laughs> Pull a Gronk. Traded to the Magic. Uh, I'm retired. <laughs> Can't trade me. Trash. This is brutal to watch right here. Score. Oh. There we mm. go. Who is Okiki? He's been getting buckets recently. The Magic. It is kind of funny. Magic. Um, and any plays you like tonight? Well, the play. I know a lot of them have already started. I did like the Knicks, but they're down by nine right now. Um, to the Athletics. Get a little sure. plus I'm money on I'm loving the them. A's tonight, man. I'm loving the A's. The ace on the mound. Um, <laughs> the underdog plus 160. Oh, Kevin Holland tomorrow on the fights. I'm uh, betting on him. Kevin Holland He's beating Vittori. He's a plus 260 favorite. Plus two sixty underdog money. or favorite underdog. Oh, plus two sixty dog. Yeah, I like it. I think, and I also like Mike Perry. 
he's also another positive uh, in the books. At, uh, I think he's going to get it done tomorrow. The guy's fighting. Never heard his name. I did look at him, though. He looked a little intimidating. But Mike Perry, I've seen him in there. He's fought some really good guys. He's fought Cowboy. He's fought Robbie Lawler. Wait, no. He hasn't fought Robbie Lawler. But he fought Cowboy. Uh, fought Vicente Luque. I mean, he's been in there with some good guys. Uh, this other guy, I think it's his first time. He's really, you know, been in there with somebody. Mike, Cal- Mike Perry's caliber. So I like Mike Perry getting it done. Kevin Holland. Who else? Who even fights? But today... I don't know. The snowstorm games have already started. Yeah. I think the Sixers are going to beat the Pelicans. I like the Hawks are down eight right now in the first quarter. Mm. I like them to come back and beat the Bulls. The Bucks Bulls. are underdogs against the Hornets. Who, who's out for the Bucks? Everybody's out, dude. Drew Holiday, Giannis, um, someone else is out. That's one of their dogs. Middleton's out. Middleton, Holiday, and Giannis are all out. Oh, man. I might. Oh, and Charlotte doesn't have anybody hurt. Yeah. I bet on the Hornets. <laughs> I, I bet on the Hornets. Seriously. I bet on the Hornets. Might put a pretty penny on the Hornets. Yeah, they got everybody out, dude. Yeah, if everybody's not playing, and everyone's healthy except for LaMelo on the Hornets. And the Hornets are playing pretty good with LaMelo. They don't need LaMelo, though. Like, that's the thing. Like, yeah, they, they have some good guards already. And uh, and uh, Graham and P.J. Tucker's Terry out. Rogier. Brooke Lopez is out. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm yeah. Divincenzo is out. Yeah, I'm. I'm. <laughs> Divincenzo, Lopez, Middleton, I'm, Drew, and Giannis are all I'm out. Money That's their starting five. I'm putting my money on them right now. That's their starting five. <laughs> Just their money line. Yeah. 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 Yep. Definitely. Yep. There we go. Triple digits. It's. <laughs> yes, it's, it's got to. Oh no! Whoa. Wow, I didn't know that. It's literally the whole lineup. It just happened recently. Jeez, I bet they're... See, since one of these times I just got to take the risk that these players are going to sit for this team mm-hmm. and get them at a great line. And then the, yeah, I know. I'm sure the Hornets were like... They were five-point dogs earlier today. Oh, man, having them at plus money now. I'm saying all this stuff and they're going to lose, but I just like, God, that's, I mean, everybody's out for the Bucks. Who's going to be playing for the Bucks? Are they calling up G League guys? I, mean, I feel like they have to to fill a roster. They have that many guys out. Who is? Because I mean, I was impressed with the Bucks without Giannis the other night when we were watching them play. Uh, who were they playing? The, the Warriors. The Warriors. Yeah, because I was like, man, yeah. they're still pretty good, even though they don't have Giannis. They're still pretty good. But uh, with all those guys out, man, it's going to be Jeff Teague, Bryn Forbes, Pat Connington. Uh. Bobby tough. Portis, oh, Diakite from Virginia. Those are your starters. Anakumbo's brother. Oh, those are your starters, man. No way. No way the Bucks win tonight. That is a – who are they even playing? God, the Bucks. Yeah, the Bucks are – no way they win tonight. I'm kind of with you. Seriously. <laughs> and everyone's healthy for Charlotte. They got their whole team in, except for LaMelo, but, I mean, jeez, jeez. That's a, man, that's that's an interesting one. I really like the Hornets tonight. I changed my I changed my mind. I do like that play tonight, the Hornets. <laughs> you like the Hornets tonight? I looked at that. <clears throat> but, 
Yeah. Celtics are still down 12. It's about to be halftime. Good job, Boston. They're embarrassing. They're, they're embarrassing. Watch them miss the playoffs, bro. They're going to. <laughs> yeah. They're going to. They just cracked me up, man. It's my bold prediction. Celtics aren't going to make the playoffs. And Brad Stevens gets fired at the end of the year. They're going to lose they're gonna make the playoffs series. They'll All right, they'll make that, the and they'll lose. Yeah, yeah, they'll lose. They'll lose. Everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, they're gonna win." I don't even know they're gonna. They're playing the Bulls. Oh, that's yeah. Celtics are gonna win, and then they're gonna lose, and then Brad Stevens is gonna get the can. That's my bold prediction. Oh, bold prediction. Brad Stevens is he, getting the can. If he doesn't get the can this year, it's gonna be next year because the Celtics. I mean, they're trying to win championships, and I don't know. If Brad Stevens is the guy. I just, I just don't know. Uh, before we finish this up, let's talk a little bit of MLB. Um, man, the Yankees—they got off to a slow start this year, that's for sure. Um, the Cardinals. Three and four. We've just been very underwhelming as of late. Jack Brin's been hurt, which hasn't helped cause, but no excuses. The judge hasn't played the last well, he, two nights. You still but, got. Um, yeah, we sh- we should not be three and four <laughs> at all. We should have swept the Orioles. We dropped the game there and lost ten to five today. Ten um, runs. Who's- Nick Nelson came in and shit the bed. Who's uh? Um, what else would you expect? Who's the Yankees? I know, I know who the Yankees ace is, but I forgot his name. What's his name? Garrett Cole. Yeah. Okay. Garrett Cole, Luis Severino. That, he's coming else? back in about a month. Kluber's the two. James Jameson Tallian, um, Domingo Herman. Severino's coming back soon, so we should have a stacked rotation when Severino comes back. God, I feel like that's the guy I remember watching on the Yankees. Severino. Is he black? Yeah. Yeah, I think. I, he's, yeah. he's big and strong. Yeah. He throws hard as hell. They don't still. Have, who's where's Chapman at? He's still at the Yankees. Oh, still on the Yankees. Yeah, he came back the other night. Jeez, man, the Yankees, they're they just they just have so many good players. Why are they not winning the championship? Why why are they, why is this? It's pretty crazy been, how we didn't win the championship in the old decade. Honestly, it ten is. years, eleven years, man, twelve years. Yes, two thousand twenty-one. What am I talking about? It's pretty crazy, man. <laughs> it's pretty crazy because we've been like in the mix. So you many look years. at the team. I mean, the last. What three years? Jose Altuve hit the walk-off bomb. Granted, they were cheating. And he didn't want to take his jersey off. Then um, then you lose Tommy got another bomb hit off of us by that Croso dude on a full count. That was heartbreaking. Um, we just had so many heartbreaking losses the past couple of years. The how? What? Or when did they lose to the Rays in seven or six? It was a. Uh, it was seven. Man, they just can't get that done in game nope, seven. I, it was six. It was six. It was six. It was oh, six. really? Yeah. Dang, the Rays. Do you think they would have beat the Dodgers? Um. Yeah. I, I like their chances for sure. Think it would have been a good series. Oh, no doubt. No doubt it would have been a good series. And that was like the one everyone was hoping for was. Uh, Still, we got the freaking Rays. No, nah, it was the ALD. They beat us in the first round. It was in five. It was 3 2. Because the first round's five games. They didn't even make it out of the first round? ALD. Jeez. That's when they got us. Oh my God! All these, all these players for what? All they these contracts for what? In game five, off the walk-off bump. <laughs> two one. How are you only scoring? This is your season, and you got all these power hitters in your lineup, and one run is all you can muster. We only got three hits all game. Oh, Giancarlo's probably struck out like five times. Aaron Judge probably did too. I know they're both striking out all the time. They're both. I feel like they're either home run or strikeout. What what did what did John Carlos hit last year? Average. That's a good question. Let me have to see. He hits John Carlo hits 
It's got to be three hundred, or it's not good enough. Two fifty. Oh, two fifty. Yeah. You're paying. Well, him. he only played. He only played like twenty games last year. I forget the season was all screwed up, but he only played twenty games. Two fifty. In the playoffs, he did show up in the playoffs. Is he a good so. fielder? He's he showed no. He doesn't. He's DH, but um, <laughs> he he played great in the playoffs last year. I have to give him that, and that's really all that mattered. And he showed. Yeah. Up. He played. He played good in the playoffs. He was carrying us in the playoffs. Well, the rest of the team must have sucked. Man, first round. What? I mean, to the Rays, man. Listen. <laughs> yeah, I know. But in five games against the Rays last year, he hit four bombs in five games at three sixteen. He was an absolute beast. He's pretty good. <laughs> he was an absolute How, beast. Was Aaron Judge? Was he playing good in the playoffs? He had some big hits. Aaron Judge. Now that's a player. Aaron Judge is clutch, though. No doubt. I like Aaron Judge. He's a good player. The Cardinals, man. The Cardinals have been playing well. That's, it's 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 just the expectation for St. Louis Cardinals. Is, I mean, to win games, to win World Series. Um, it's it's what we do. It's hey, man. We make the playoffs. Sean Manet is shutting down the Astros right now. 0-0 huh? through 2. Oh, well, there it is. <laughs> He's, he's on, baby. He's on. He, he's thrown 25 pitches, 18 strikes. Really? Nothing but the zone. Oh, wow. Man. 25 pitches, 18 strikes? That's pretty good. That's pretty that, good. That's really good. He's nasty, too. So you see, gotta love what you see there from the ace. See, he throws sidearm? I feel like he's got throw sidearm. No, arm. he doesn't, but he no. just throws hard. He just blows by you. He's just blown by all those Astros hitters. Yeah, the A's are definitely getting the dub tonight, no doubt. Sorry, Drew. I hope. I hope so. The A's have to. They don't have one win through seven games. I know. Come on. They, they got to get the dub tonight. They got to get the dub tonight. Have to, man. Billy Bean? Have to. Oh, Sabonis. Nice pass. <laughs> you see, Ooh, dude. We're cutting it closer. Behind the back right out of bounds. To seven. Oh, they steal that? Oh, man. Oh, but, um, boy. let's see. Talk about basketball. Talk about baseball. Talk about the Masters. Talk about the coaching changes. Um, we'll definitely have an NFL draft preview coming to you guys before the draft. We got mm-hmm. we got time to do that. It'll probably be closer to the draft, maybe a couple days before. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely gonna be. If you guys are NBA fans. Gonna be talking a lot about the NBA Ooh, in the coming that's episodes. A tornado warning. Yeah, the tornado warning. Huh, that's interesting. Mm. But um, yeah, we're gonna be talking a lot of NBA. Maybe some tornadoes. Yeah. Um, maybe some NFL draft, and then um. Some MLB as well, and yeah, that, I think that's it for this episode. You got anything you want to say to the to the guys out there, Pete? Um, I think I think we covered everything. Yes, sir. All right, well, we'll catch y'all later. Appreciate y'all for listening, and uh, we'll be back. We'll be back next yes, time. Yes, sir. Peace. The tornado warning. <laughs>